Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma and my mission is to realize my potential with the one life that I have. How do I plan on doing this? Well, on this podcast, I chat with experts who have found a way to break free from the average and become successful. Often we find that we overcomplicate success and it's really just not that deep. This week, I chat with Anthony Cockrell, founder and co-host of Crew Season, a YouTube channel, podcast, and brand. Anthony has appeared on ESPN, TMZ, Reddit, Worldstar, but is most well known for his consistent presence on Twitter at DTrillAC. Now, what started off on Twitter evolved as Anthony and some of his closest homies got together to build crew season up on YouTube. And this is where they have real and open conversations about relationships, dating, pop culture, social issues, and everything in between. So it really comes as no surprise that when they launched the crew season podcast, it soared to the top 50 relationship podcasts in America. And you know what? I honestly believe this is really just the beginning for these guys. In this episode, we talk about scratching that itch to find your creative outlet, the importance of starting and adapting as opposed to just trying to be perfect, maintaining a 9-to-5 job while building your own business, as well as how to juggle family and obligations with multiple ventures. I really enjoy the vibe and energy that Anthony and his co-host put out on their show, so make sure to give them a follow. All the links are in the show description below. Today's episode is sponsored by TG Athletics. A new chapter in celebrity personal trainer Tony Greco's life has led him to start this new high-performance fitness brand for the athlete and all of us. He's got some amazing programs that'll help you stay lean during quarantine and much more coming down the pipeline. Head over to www.tgathletics.com and use the code word DEEP for 20% off all online programs at checkout. Now, this podcast is produced by my media and marketing agency, Deep Digital Media. We specialize in all things content creation and podcasts for personal brands and businesses. In fact, we actually built the website and courses for TG Athletics that I was mentioning before. If you want to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, shoot me a DM on Instagram or send me an email at hello at deepaksharma.co. I really think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. And if you do, I'd ask that you take two seconds to share it on social media and tag me at deepaksharma.co. And just remember, it's not that deep. Anthony Cockrell, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. Glad to be here, man. How's it going? Fantastic, bro. Really good to have you on. Uh, For those who don't know, you are the host or co-host of Crew Season. It's a successful YouTube series and podcast uh, where you and your closest homies and co-hosts have um, super real, open, genuine conversations about relationships, dating, pop culture, um, social issues, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also an oil and gas accountant. Now, I don't know which one's really the side hustle. I'm sure we'll get into all that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you've appeared on TMZ, Worldstar, ESPN, Reddit, and you're a beast in the Twitter world. And, and that's kind of how I know you, man. It's love right there. Love, man. Super uh, appreciative to have you here on the show, man. And, you know, just to give people a little back, a bit of background for how I would even have come across uh, your account. It's, I, I, I think I've been, I was mentioning to you before we started, man, I think I've been following you since mm-hmm. I was in high school on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I remember you'd always have some kind of, I wouldn't call it a controversial opinion, but it would just be <laughs> like, it would be like something stated. Polarizing. In a way, yeah, it's like almost <laughs> polarizing where it's like, you know what, here's my point about this thing. I know a lot of you are going to disagree with me. Now let, let's let's put it out in the world and let's talk about it. And let's I think that, right. that that shows parallels in like a lot of the things that you kind of do today. And I think 
that's the energy I've seen you kind of carry out in all your ventures, even up till now, bro. Right. That's a fact, man. It's, uh, it's crazy how this whole journey started, man. It, trust me, it was not the plan. I'll tell you that <laughs> podcast or YouTube channel was not the plan, man. When we first started this thing, it was just just Twitter. You know, just like you said, I was on in like 09, 2010 during the, during the golden era, as everybody on Twitter would say. That's the golden era, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. back in the day. Like when I was in high school, and I, I remember that I actually joined Twitter in like 08, 09. Right. So right. I remember back then, Twitter was a whole different world. It was a wild west, oh, bro. Man. You would tweet anything and everything at all times. You'd be right. like, yo, got a game today. Yo, just say spaghetti. Like any random <laughs> shit, it did not matter. You would put it out into the Twitter world and people would comment on it, talk about it. It was crazy, man. Rise and grind. That was everybody's favorite go-to when they woke up in the morning. <laughs> Thank God for another day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, was always, that was always the one, man. But coming back right. to it, bro, it's just, it's just crazy to to watch kind of that growth and even now knowing that that's kind of still just the beginning like mm -hmm. if i can say that like you right. know your, your platform has has grown and it's it's got a lot of views it's really picking up popularity you're on different platforms now as you mentioned you know your top 50 podcast um in the relationships category in the u.s big ups to that that's not it's an crazy. easy thing to do man if it's you crazy. think about it in the united states of america it's like the the hub of podcasts right you know, i'm canadian myself so you know even me i get hyped if i chart like if i get in the top 20 or something like that but right. top 50 in a category in the states like that's a that's a pat on your back moment you know yeah it's that, that was that was crazy to me when that when i first seen that i was just like Wait, what this is again you gotta realize it's something that we're shooting in my house in the office room so for it to be able to go from here to everywhere like it's going it's just surreal to be honest yeah so why don't we take it back kind of to the beginning <clears throat> man how did it all start how did you and and your homies come up with this idea to just sit down you know throw a camera on and start capturing these moments <laughs> yeah um it's like i was saying earlier man it all started on on twitter you know back in like 08 09 um, you know, we used to get on there. It was crazy. I had a summer job. It was a, a job at this refinery and like we would go long stretches of time without doing anything. Just sitting in a truck waiting on, waiting to get a car to go pick up something. So as I'm sitting in this truck, mind you, working 12 hour days, um, I'm bored to death. So I'm like, oh, let me download this Twitter and see what this is about. So I downloaded it, got the lay of the land and, you know, it just kind of became an everyday thing because we was working six to seven days a week. 12-hour shift so it's like I got plenty of time to just key into it and say what I want to say and you know uh, before I knew it it started picking up traction you know I think I went from like uh, 300 followers to like 5,000 within my first two years or something like that and um, and it was just a steady progression steady progression from there and then like my my, my homeboy oh who's also on the pod with me he always used to be like bro like why don't you well, like we like we got to do something with this influence, you know, because again, I, I never saw it like that. It was just like a hobby for me. Get on, just tweet, do whatever. And um, so that that is what sparked the idea. Um, also, we used to have kickbacks a lot, and you know, at the kickbacks, it'd be you know us and you know women there and cards being played, dominoes being played, different things like this. And uh, at every one of them, a uh, debate would come up in some kind of way. And uh, inevitable, every time. inevitable. <laughs> Every time, you know what I'm saying? You got yeah. liquor going around, you got people, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
um, but they would be spirited. And like, I would like get on Instagram and like video some of it and like just put a 20 second clip on Instagram or whatever. And they'd be like, man, that, that looked live, bro. That looked live, whatever, whatever. So old again, it's like, bro, why don't we like put some kind of structure to this and get it on camera and like put it out for people to see. And even then when he first told me that, I was like, eh, I don't yeah. really know about that, man. I'm not, again, cause I, I, I wasn't real big on uh, social media, ironically. Like I said, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter just kind of fell into my lap. You know what I'm saying? And then I just got big and then it's just like, oh, okay, I got all this influence. Like, I, let's find a way to, to monetize it or do something with it. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was really old in my ear, taking that idea from kickbacks and from just having the influence and just trying to put some type of structure to it and put it out. And um, yeah, so we, we linked up, I think around 2017 was, was our first video. Damn. Yeah, yeah, and, and I had a. It's crazy. I fast time is flying, but um, but yeah. So I I called a couple a couple women that that I knew over, and um, you know, we just set it up. You know, again, I didn't have no background with cameras, no background with audio editing, none of that. I was just I we got there. I turned the camera on and we just went. And uh, you know, I got home and I had to figure it out. Mind you, I was editing videos on my on my iPhone and iMovie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, that, yeah. Oh, so man. it was it's just, just, just trying to get the content out there, or whatever. And and we, you know, we put a couple clips on Twitter, and it it went crazy. I was just like, wait, what? So people really like this? So we just so kept that, doing that's, it. That's crazy to me that like you know you weren't the one who was like all calculated about it and like I'm gonna do this so that I could do that and like all these like right. like this completely mapped out trajectory of like yo this is what we're going to do. This is how I'm going to like make it. This is how we're going to be famous because I have so many parallels with your story with mine, you know, kind of a couple of years ago, I'm at this, my nine to five job, which I mm -hmm. still work at today and I'm working there and I'm, you know, I'm trying to pass the time. I was doing a lot of like data entry, like Excel shit and just like, bro, like I could do this in my sleep. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And so what do I, how do I pass the time? Let me listen to some podcasts. So that was kind of right. it for me. That's what got me thinking, but I never ever once thought that, yo, I should start my own. I'm like, I just want to pass some time, have some fun. And so I'd right. start like kind of naturally recommending it to some of my boys, some of my friends and this and that, like, yo, listen to this podcast or yo, check out this and blah, blah, blah. And so naturally when we have our kickbacks and we'd like, you know, be hitting the hookah or shisha or whatever, just kicking it, hanging out, drinking mm -hmm. at a party or whatever, people always noticed that like I would always kind of be involved in these deep ass discussions. Right. And so it's kind of ironic that like I called the podcast, it's not that deep, but like we'd have, we'd always get into these big, heavy topics because I always loved big talk i never like right. i used to hate small talk i used to have this mm -hmm. thing like i was just against it like bro I, I know you and i don't care about the weather why are we talking about it right but <laughs> either, way. <laughs> either way i was like all right well why don't we you know i'm just having these combos and people are like yo you need a podcast you need a youtube channel i'm like fuck out of here bro like what are you talking about with all that bullshit i'm not gonna right. do that like i just I just like to talk. Like that's not a skill. You know what right. I'm saying? There's no, there's nothing that you can monetize about that. And like, mm -hmm. sure enough, enough people gas you up. You got, you get a few of those key pieces. Like you mentioned your, your boy, was it Otis? What was his yeah. name? Otis. And, yeah. And, and he just kind of like, you know, made that light bulb go up and I bet there was some resistance, but then you just went and did it anyway. So I love of that course. story, bro. So many parallels in that. And I think those make the better stories anyways. Definitely. Definitely, man. Um, 
Yeah, so definitely hats off to, to, to him and, you know, hats off to everybody that's been showing us love, man. We've been getting a lot of a lot of love, which still kind of takes me aback. You know, we'll be out in places in public and people are like, wait, don't, don't y'all have a podcast? Like different things. It's just like, wait, what? That's surreal, bro. Y'all really do? People everywhere, bro, like in cities and like we would be in Vegas, we'd be in Miami, we'd be in Cali and LA or whatever. Like getting flown out for different opportunities and different meetings. And it's just like in the back of my head, I'm like, what did we get into, man? <laughs> That's why, man. Um, and, and so talk to me about your co-hosts a bit, man. Like, like uh, who are they? What's your relationship with them? How long have you like known them? And then what made you kind of go about making it that format? Right. Um, what? Well, that, that whole situation happened real organic. First and foremost, we are from the same city. We all grew up together, you know. Uh, and is that uh, Port Arthur or Houston? I don't, like, I don't really uh, know which. Yeah, Port, Port Arthur, Texas. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, we all went uh, to high school together. And, uh, well, actually, Otis is my, my cousin. So I've been knowing him since we were knee high, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, just as far as picking them, you know, it wasn't really a, a difficult thing at all. Like, we do everything together anyway. You know, I tell people all the time, I said, if we wasn't shooting a podcast, we'd still be linking up every week and just chopping it up. So Yeah, might as well kinda, put a camera there, you know? Right. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that, that's what happens. But, uh, well, yeah, I, I've been knowing these guys, man, forever. Um, 10th grade, I think, the, the rest of them since, like, 9th, 10th grade. So, yeah, it was just kind of a natural progression. And that's kind of, like, my favorite part. Like, I'm going to be honest, I don't watch all your shit because there's just so much content. Bro. Right. <laughs> if anyone even wanted to, like, go and watch it all, like, we'll definitely plug it all in the description and shit. But mm -hmm. you will have a hard time trying to consume it all because there's just so much content you put out over the years. But right. when I do check it out, when I do see a clip or when I do see something on YouTube or listen to a podcast episode, that's my favorite part is the dynamic between right. all four of you. The raw, just, like, everyone's personality kind of balances each other out. And I think I'm sure you've heard that before. It's like, you right. got the one dude who's like, you know, super funny and then super smooth, smooth and then super, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude. And then the, the light skinned dude who's always Penny. like, yeah. And then, and it's, it's just great, man. And then you kind of like moderate in a way where you can like play a bunch of different sides right? and kind of like keep a, keep a, a argument or discussion even cue. And that's, that's like, that's another big thing about the content is that it's like, you're not just making one type of thing and it's like, here, take it. This is all you got. No, you guys got like battle of the sexes. You got like, <laughs> you guys got like multiple perspectives. You've got the female perspective as well. So that's like a genius move on your part. It's not right. just four dudes and meatheads kind of talking about shit. It's like, no, right. no, 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 wait, wait, let's balance it out. You get to hear both and you make the opinion. And that's why I think you've had, you know, among other reasons, so much success with this like right. anyone could just go and pull up the like a youtube video and you'll see heated battles in the comment section where people are like going crazy over like yo bitches be tripping this that blah 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 Thanks. and i'll read this stuff and i'm just like bro this is how you create content that's captivating right. that people actually give a fuck about just be a hundred percent raw yourself but also allow everyone to have their opinions. And at the end of the day, we can all have a drink together and kick it. That's it. That's it. And, and that's the, you know, the whole idea behind it, man, is that, you know, we, 
it's a platform for everybody to just come in and get whatever off they off their chest. You know, we're not judging nobody. If you come in and tell your story, or maybe you had a, a date that went bad or a relationship that went bad, you come in and tell her, you know, tell us what's going on with it and we give our opinion and you know, and it's it's just just like you said, at the end of the day, hug and hey, see y'all later, man, it's love at the end of the day. So I think that that definitely adds to the 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 dynamic of, of what it is we do and um, you know, makes people wanna come jump on it. That's that's you know, you know what's crazy? Like that's when I knew that we had something. We was putting putting the videos and clips out there, and not only you know just like you said in the comments, people are going back and forth, but you got people that like adamant about, hey, I want to get on the podcast, so like they'll start DMing DMing us or whatever, and 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 we'll 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 make it happen, you know. As you see, you know, it's like you said, it's a bunch of videos. I think like a hundred and something on YouTube. I I lost count of so many of them, <laughs> but um. <clears throat> But yeah, so you know, if you go back and watch those, you'll see a lot of different people in them, a lot of different women, a lot of different, you know, a couple of celebrities here and there. And um, yeah, it was it it just all happened organically. People just see it, gravitate to it, and you know, the the whole point of it is if you you know, if you watch our stuff, I I want you to feel some kind of way about it. Even if you don't agree, you could disagree or or whatever, but I just want you to feel something. If you watch it and feeling different, then we're not doing our job. Yeah, man, I had to write that down because that's so that's like the feelings are that that's everything when you're putting across stuff like this, because, mm-hmm. and you know, quite frankly, anyone can create content now. man. Right. All you need is an Internet connection and a phone. And and mind you, this is one thing that, you know, I want to talk to you about as well, because and I know you won't take this the wrong way, but like it's not a highly produced next level studio production that you got. Right. Like you mentioned, stable. It, it it's at the crib you got a fucking normal ass table solid equipment but nothing mm-hmm. crazy you know mm-hmm. d- didn't have to break the bank and it's just a testament to like yo you don't need all that what's more important is how's this content make you feeling you guys can literally pull out your iphone at a cookout or something and 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 throw on a fucking you know just a very natural conversation and people gravitate towards that as opposed to that shiny polished you know perfect studio even though i know all that's gonna come too like right, hey right. i know that's all probably in the works you know right uh but you know it, it's just kind of like my big point there is like you don't need that what you need right. is content that's gonna produce some kind of feeling and yeah. that feeling is something that you won't forget and that's kind of what i related back to you know, with me is like when I was listening to these podcasts, what I loved about it is like I could be traveling, I could be driving, I could be doing whatever. And mm-hmm. I listen to something and I'd always remember exactly what that podcast was about and what it right. gave me. And like I could tell someone about it. And it's not like like school where you like memorize something and then, you know, you do a test or something. And then two minutes later, you're like, I don't even know what I just wrote. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what I just did. So yeah. that that's what like kind of about all this content creation, about all this kind of stuff. It, it's what fires me up. And so kind of like one of my next questions for you then is like, do you view yourself as like a, like a digital creator, like a content creator? And like, I'll, I'll definitely talk a lot about how people like to put us in a neat little box. And right. I'm sure you don't like that either. But right. would you consider yourself like, you know, someone who's like an online creator, how would you introduce yourself when someone uh, first meets you? Which is something I go back and forth with a lot. I don't like the title of uh, influencer, Mm. um, different things like that. But as far as just being a creative, that's Mm. it. That's it. That's how I would, that's how I would label it. I'm, I'm, I'm just a creative that 
stumbled onto something that just that just took off. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just like I just like I said earlier, you know, I didn't have any background knowledge on any of the technical equipment or any of that. It was all, you know, went to YouTube University and, you know, learn what we had to learn. You know what I mean? Same uh, here, bro. Same you know, I here, just, man. I didn't yeah. know about any of this shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> when we got started, man, it was just like, literally YouTube, like, how to edit a podcast. Like, what do, what do mm-hmm. I need to do? Oh, I guess I need an intro. Like, I go back to my first one, bro. I didn't have lighting. Like, uh, I didn't have anything. I had no idea that you needed lighting. <laughs> I had no idea that the mic really mattered. Like, but it's, right. I'm so proud of that first episode, mm-hmm. even though it's shit. It's like the worst one there is. But I'm proud Same of it because it's, it's like you started. That's it. That's all that matters. Dang. I can always go back and look at that. And that's what I'm sure you feel the same way. Hell yeah, because a lot of people uh, want to like make a million and one excuses as to why they're not. Oh, I got to get this kind of mic. I got to get this kind of equipment. Man, bro, I took $600 when I bought a camera, uh, Canon SL2. What's ironic is the same camera we still use to this day. Um, as far as the, the audio back then, I just had a shotgun mic, just slapped the shotgun mic on the camera and just set it maybe five to 10 feet back and, you know, just did what we did. So the audio was terrible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, you you know, he's just trying to just get some something, something out there, you know, and, um, and just, it's a gradual thing as we progressed and I start finding out a little more about audio, a little more about video. So you just start making tweaks and changes that as you, as you go, you know, um, I think that's the the journey of a creative, to be honest, just jumping into it, understanding that we don't have it all figured out, but knowing that we have something that everybody's interested in. So just finding a way to cultivate it, finding a way to craft it, tinker it, you know, till you till you get it, till you find, you know, that right niche. Because we we in a we in a gold mine as far as this is concerned, man. Like you you look back ten years ago, people wasn't uh you know people was putting out content, but people are not making the money that that we have the ability to make in this era by doing that. But yeah, so it's like, you know, these these things are being shot, you know, in the small room in my house and people are paying us thousands of dollars a month for it. So it's just like, but again, it's just about having the content that people want, just cultivating it, tinkering it. You don't have to have it all figured out. Learn it, learn as you go and adapt as you go. No, 100%, bro. Like what you're talking about there when, you know, for me, what a time to be alive, right? Yo, it's Man. the best time to be a creator and like that's also a shout out to future and drake but like at the same time (laughs) what a time bro what a time man right now anybody like i said with your fucking smartphone you could from start to finish create a youtube video and series like you said you were editing it on there there's almost no excuse not to create some content if that's something that you want to do but like you said people will come up with those million and one excuses it's got to be perfect it's got to be polished and i always like to come back to like that example of like a jeff bezos when you look at like amazon version 1.0 and it was a whack-ass website (laughs) yes i had a weak-ass banner up on his like a little office Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've seen the pic definitely and and that shit fires me up bro because love it you know i I think they talk about minimum viable product you know get your mvp and that shit Mm -hmm. to me is more important than having all that perfect polish like and and, you know honestly like another thing that that just kind of came to me right now is that people actually appreciate the journey and the authenticity a little bit more. They want to actually see it rough, a little rough around the edges before it's this perfectly polished reality TV show with Netflix dollars behind it, you know? Swear, bro, I was thinking the exact same thing because the the whole point of, like, the fascination that, that people have with what it is you do 
is the fact that they've seen you grow from the ground to, to where you're at and you being consistent and you know the the little sound clips because the mic was too close or the, <laughs> the lighting was terrible this day because we was outside shooting by the pool and you know all of that but they they, they definitely appreciate it and they know where you come from I, I remember when we uh updated our uh, intro to our videos and I was reading the comments in the video. Oh, I love the new intro. That's crazy. I love it. I'm like, damn, they like they really paying attention to that type of stuff. And that makes them feel invested, you know, and, and not only feel invested, but like motivates them because they, uh, you know, let's just be honest. Most of the people that are like listening to our podcast and watching the YouTube videos, most of them have aspirations of making their own. They, they, they tell us all the time, you know, so when you can look at somebody that you look up to, uh, you know, as far as what they what they do and, and they craft and you can see it from that basic level and then see what it's grown to that motivates them to want to jump out there and take that risk and do it, you know, do theirs. So, you know, I, I definitely love that aspect of it. 100% bro. And that's something that I've actually kind of dedicated myself to, um, you know, with my business and everything. It's like at first when I thought yo bro like what am i doing i'm doing all this editing i'm like trying to learn about equipment like actually i'm doing too much like i can't be doing all this so when i learned that like i can outsource some of the editing i can outsource some of the, like the social media i could do this i could do blah blah blah, blah mm -hmm. and i can get it to like i could do the part that i enjoy like this right here this i could do right. this all day it doesn't feel like work i'm like yo there's probably a lot of people out there who like have that same problem who want to do this but they don't want to do all that other shit so like that's kind of like one of the things that i built my agency off of and it's like right. helping people start manage grow their own podcast and that helped me a lot is like see that side of it as well right but you know besides that whole kind of plug for my own shit mm -hmm. what I, what what i really take away from what you're saying there is like man you don't need all this all this crazy stuff to just start just go figure it out adapt and you're gonna you know, you're gonna crush it like don't overthink all that other shit and stop reaching out to all these people in youtube comments you know how do i start a bro just start literally buy a hundred dollar mic and just start bro it's like See? literally just do uh, it when i'm talking on right now it's a hundred dollar mic which is which is another thing when people you know ask us different questions hey what type of equipment do you guys use i, I tell them straight up then which is something that i found was real weird when we first started this right like, I, you'll be trying to ask people, like, what type of camera they have, what type of <clears throat> mics are they using, and you got people that refuse to give up the information. <laughs> you'd be like, that's whoa, weird, like, man. I didn't know it was that serious. That's but, uh, so weird, man. That, this you, is you'd like, be surprised. That's, that's acting like it's a zero-sum game, and that's kind of right. like, like treating it like, yo, because uh, you start a podcast, I'm losing. Like, right. whereas, right. like, I think you and I kind of see it as completely the opposite because you have a podcast and I have podcasts. We're both winning and we right. can both kind of collaborate and grow together. And it's, it's way better this way anyways, because you get content, I get content. I chop up a clip. I send it to you. You chop up, blah, blah, blah. It's just That's kind it. of a win-win situation. That's and to it. me, it's fuck all that other shit anyways. It's about the relationship at the end of the day. True. I much rather just develop a relationship and, Another thing that I kind of like, you know, kind of the next thing I wanted to talk to you, and this is anyways, like a clean segue, is like documenting the journey. Like mm. to me, I think it's almost more important to be able to document all this in an age where you can literally record anything at any time. That's more important to me than like, you know, even even like 
the money aspect or the right. the clout you could potentially get or like the followers and the likes and all that shit to me it's like yo when i'm 50 and i got kids or something and they ask me yo what were you doing when you were 25 yeah, go to YouTube, bro. Go look at it. Go yeah, look at it. That's what I was looking at, man. So do you kind of feel the same way about documenting the journey and the process? Do you want to go back and have these timestamps and like, yo, just look at what you've built? Definitely. Definitely. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that yesterday. Um, oftentimes, you know, you know, because you, you, you're in the grind of it as well, but when you're in the grind of it, it's just, okay, what's next? What's next? Next thing, next mm-hmm. thing, next thing. So you rarely take moments to really just sit back and like, just like you said, go back and watch that first video or go back and watch that second video. Like, you know, especially when you editing, cause you know, you feel like, you know, I know I feel like when I'm editing, I didn't see it a hundred times. So we put it out. I don't, I don't even watch it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like super rare, but when you do go watch it back, it's just like, wow. You start like, it's, it's jaw dropping. You don't, I think that's when you like get the, uh, the total grasp on what it is that you built. That it's like, damn, we brought it from there all the way to here. Like it's, it's, it's beauty in that. You know what I'm saying? And just like you said, being able to pass that down. And, you know, when my, when my daughter gets, gets older and, you know, hopefully this thing has grown, you know, ex- in a, at a, <clears throat> in an exponential fashion, she'll be able to go back and see all of that original stuff. And just be like, wait, wow, this is where y'all first was shooting at? Like, this is hot. Yeah, so it's 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 beauty in that, for sure. 100%, bro. And that that's it to me, man. Like, at the end of the day, you know, all this, all this putting out, all this content, all the editing, and, like, 100% what you said there about, like, going back and, like, it's almost like an athlete watching game film. Like, right. I fuck it. I hate going back and watching my own podcast because I'm like, bro, I was there. I, I know everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But sometimes you do catch yourself like looking at something and it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe like take a second because I'm very wired to only think about the next thing. Man, and it's it's very much the arrival fallacy. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, that's cool. <clears throat> I got this many downloads, but yo, what's next? Or yo, I got this guest, but what's next? And like, mm-hmm. you know, recently it was my birthday and I just turned 25. And I mm-hmm. actually for once took it like that day and it was like kind of a somber birthday you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. usually we're turning up we're going to the club we're doing this we're we're having all this fun we're doing all this crazy shit but this birthday obviously with everything going on and like you know also with my leg and all this shit too i kind of just sat down and i'm just like yo like i might really ref- just reflect a little bit like mm-hmm. i might actually just take a step back and like yo, like it's only been like almost two years since i started this podcast and I've had the mayor on my show. I've had pro mm. athletes. I've had, you know, I've had people like yourself, you know, right. it's like, and you know, all the other things, all the vanity metrics, that's all cool. But it's just like, I'm just happy that I kept going. Cause there's right. so many moments when you're when just, you just like, wanna, yo, what am I man, doing, bro? Man, I just preaching, wanna, I just preaching right now. Fucking chill, bro. Like, you know, sometimes even you, you tell yourself like, yo, is it even worth all the effort? Like, and, and yeah, that's just doubt and like insecurity or like not, not even insecurity. It's just like yeah. kind of doubt and negative thoughts kind of creep into all of us at times. Yep. And, and, and then mental fatigue. Yeah. 
mental, mental fatigue, fatigue for man. sure, bro. Because a lot of people don't realize how much goes into even putting one episode out. Oh, man. So man. much behind the scenes work. You know, they just see a 20 <laughs> second little clip on IG and they're like, yo, let me send you a like or a comment. And right. it's like, that, that's all fine and shit. But like, man, I spent six hours editing <laughs> this and it's yeah, just one man. quick one. They consume it one quick time and it's OK. What's next? When the next one coming? It's like. Like, well, you don't understand. I, I was up to four in the morning. Yep. That's a, and I think that's kind of the dichotomy, like in, in what I'm learning between like being just a consumer and a producer, though. Right. And that's kind of one thing that like has helped me in this journey, like just keep leveling up and keep growing as a person. Is like that reminder to myself that yo, I used to just consume these things. Even I'm talking to you about on this podcast. Like I just started only listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, yo, now I'm on the other side of the mic and I'm talking to people and I'm like, at the very beginning of my journey, well, who's to say I can't have like a, a, a big platform that could build generational wealth, that could help build my business, that could help build, you know, you know, opportunities for like, I, I've hired my brother. Like, I, you know, I got like, mm -hmm. I got a team now and I've got like things kind of put in place. What's to say I can't keep that going? and right. be the producer and not just the consumer. Right. And there's something gratifying in that. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Definitely. Yeah, man. And so kind of like switching gears a little bit, I wanted to talk uh, about, you know, you getting on TMZ. I, I kind of, I saw, I saw the clip there uh, of you kind of uh, commenting on Dave Chappelle and him talking mm -hmm. about like celebrities and, you know, whether or not we should put too much stock in their opinions when it comes right. to, like, social and racial and whatever issues at the time. And I wholeheartedly agree with what you said um, right. in that we shouldn't really, you know, if I could paraphrase, put celebrities on a pedestal. Right. And, like, I think that's really important. And that's kind of one of the cancers of our societies is, like, ranking humans and their mm -hmm. opinions like higher or lower than others so mm -hmm. why don't you expand on that and how you even got on that how that whole thing came about talk to me about that bro yeah um i think i think uh, a, a rep from there was following i want to say ocho cinco and they had seen one of my tweets get retweeted on this page and uh you know she, she told me how this happened she went on my page and started reading it and seeing some of the clips and and she was like, wait, you know, I, th I think he'd be great to bring on and just give give his opinion on that, you know. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it was a, it was a one-time thing. Doing live TV through Zoom is crazy, to be honest. Like, you so get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's like, like, people look at the show and think, oh, it's glamorous. They're sitting up. They're just chilling, talking about topics. Man, there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes, bro. Like, when, when they called me and I could hear in the background, okay, three, four, you go over to, to uh, screen four, you do this, da, da, da. Anthony, okay, just hold tight. Give me, like, 15 seconds. We're going we gonna to roll you in in three, two, one, go. And you like, uh, like, you almost, yeah. <laughs> you almost forget what you're going to say. But it's like, you on live TV, so you got to go. You know what I'm saying? But, like, as far as that topic, I, I definitely agree. You know, I, I don't know. I think people just have, like, a fascination with looking for something to follow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people can't think for themselves. They are, they are sheep. So people that they look up to or, or whatever, like they really like value their opinion. They like, damn, they use it as a crutch. Like, okay, if my, if my favorite celebrity says it, then it gotta be true. Or, or why isn't my favorite celebrity saying something so I could, you know, jump on that and, you know, that'll, that'll be like they, they stamp a validity 
to, to even their own thoughts, even, even if you disagree with them because you like them so much, like you, you are, people would talk themselves out of their own opinion. Like, oh, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. You know, maybe he is right. Like my, like that. And that's what I feel like is, is, is plaguing us, man. If people would just think for themselves, we wouldn't have that issue. We wouldn't put so much stock into what a complete stranger has to say. Cause at the end of the day, they regular people, just like us, just like I said in the, in the video clip, a lot of these celebrities don't even want to speak on these matters, but it's like, you know, they, they getting pressured to do it from their fans or from, you know, peers or whatever. And it's like, you know, you force a mic in front of these people face and expect them to just say some profound shit. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. Like if your, if your heart is not in it, don't, don't jump out there and, and speak on it. And we shouldn't want them to do that. If they, exactly. if they heart is not in it. Cause, cause that's not real anyways. That's right. just showing face. That's just like, fuck. I mean, yo, if, if I'm the bad guy, cause I'm silent, I right. better not be the bad guy. Right. I better post that black square on Instagram. You know, I better, exactly. <laughs> you know, I better, you know, like use this hashtag or do this thing or, or like whatever. And so I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that perspective of things, but, and, and, you know, I've, I felt that way a very long time that like, you know, there are people, there are sheep and then there, there are lions and then there are who will be followers and there are people mm-hmm. who will be followed. And, mm-hmm. but it almost sounds like, and it's almost something like, I don't know me. I almost even got to be careful saying that because yeah. it's like, I definitely feel that way, but for me to label people as sheep, which is, it's categorically, it's a fact. You right. know what I'm saying? If you're watching <laughs> CNN or Fox News or this all day and just absorbing what, what's being told to you, you're being fed and just accepting whatever it is that's coming your way without Facts. critical thinking, without actually generating your own opinion, doing your own research, you know, coming to conclusions, talking to experts and like getting a whole bunch of opinions and like assessing things without doing all that. I almost don't blame people for being sheep. It's almost right. like, yo, it's just the easier route. There's that's too it. much shit to care about. That's you know it. what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, also people don't like criticism, which is another thing. Just like you said, doing the research, forming your own opinion. But the most important thing is standing on that opinion. Mm-hmm. If, you know, multiple people disagree with it. And everybody is not built to do that. And, and I think that's what separates people who prosper. You know, I thought I put a tweet up yesterday. I said, I ain't, I ain't never seen somebody rich that everybody agree with or liked, or never seen somebody successful at anything that everybody agree with everything they said and liked them. It, it just doesn't work that way. So if you want to be prosperous, you got to step out of that. And, you know, t- you know, just, just, just lean on your own opinion, your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's got to be the default setting. And that's kind of what I've opted to do in, in many ways. Um, you know, when I have a strong feeling about something or when mm-hmm. I like, you know, know about something and know something in my heart to be true mm-hmm. and I be, and I'm able to back it up. Right. That's, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I actually don't owe anybody an explanation. And exactly. so, <laughs> and so, I try to think of like, yo, if, if I was in that situation though, if I'm like, let's say a celebrity, not saying I ever want to be bro, please. Like I'd rather just be on the wealthy side. I don't, exactly. want, the, I don't want the celebrity status, but let's, exactly. <laughs> let's say that does happen though. Right. I mean, the space that we're in, we're going to be recognized. Right. You mentioned, you know, going around, people already know who you are. I, I experienced the same thing in my city and it, and even around, and it blows my mind to this day. It's weird, bro. 
all that said, it's like, okay, well, someone puts a mic in front of you and makes you want to comment on something that you're just maybe not even, I'm not even like, I don't know, man. You know, mm -hmm. someone puts a mic in, in your face and says, so uh, what are your thoughts on like, what's going on in China right now? It's like, I don't know what's going on in China, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here in Can Ottawa, Canada. And right. I, I saw like a headline on Twitter. That's it. That's my level of knowledge. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in China. Like, I, I'm just making some shit up right now. But like, it's yeah. that times infinity. And so I think it is very important to have kind of that compass, kind of have that, um, you know that north star to fall back on and and right. know that yo this is how i feel about something this is just what it is yeah that's it 100 percent, man um i kind of want to like talk to you about how you balance working your nine to five and all this how how are you still keeping uh you know your accounting career in check while you're doing all this um you know you know building your brand and, and all the podcasts and everything Bunch of bunch of late nights, man. Um, the the, the thing is this: I, I had to adapt the way I get my my rest in. Now I take midday naps so I can stay up later and be productive after I, you know, what I'm saying, get off. It's uh, another thing. Quarantine kind of saved me in, in that aspect because we've been working from home, mm. you know. So you could it's real easy to, well, not real easy, but it's it's more convenient, uh, you know, for you to just be right in the, you know, in the realms of your own home. So, okay, I can be doing work on this computer and be editing on this one at the same time. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of like multitask and do things like that. But, uh, you know, even before that, it was just a bunch of, bunch of late nights, man. Staying up to three, four in the morning, editing, making sure things are right. Um, and, you know, basically just forcing the time for it because it's, 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 it's one of those things to where even the successes are marginal. So you got to be cool with spending five, six, seven hours editing putting a video out and it doesn't go well. And then being able to come back and do the same thing the next week or a couple of days later, you know? Um, so, you know, I think that's, that was the main hurdle um, was just reorganizing the way I got my rest, reorganizing my day and just accepting the fact that it's going to, it's going to be some late nights. Like how bad do you want it? Love that man. And, and what's your support system like at home? Um, and in terms of getting other things done that maybe like, you know, with all this juggling all these things and plus you got a daughter, how are you, um, you know, managing and juggling all that? Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for one, definitely my, my wife is super, super supportive. You know, she, she picks up a lot of my slack, you know, as far as the around the house duties, as far as like, um, you know, just, just, just little things that, you know, that you would be responsible for normally. You know, I'm not saying that I just wash my hands with all of it. I don't do anything, but it is nothing like that. But it's like, you know, whenever, whenever I'm slacking, she, she, you know, definitely is my, you know, backbone and my foundation and like keep me motivated to keep doing what we're doing. Um, thousand percent, bro. Yeah. Why do you still edit your own videos? Why don't you just uh, outsource that? Is that a Man. creative decision or is that a financial decision? Both actually. Um, I, I always looked at it like, um, you know, like, especially like when we first got, got into it and first started doing it and you start asking around, you know, for different rates. Hey, man, how much would it cost you to edit, you know, you know, cost me to, to edit this video and, and they'll, you know, throw out crazy numbers. Hey, yeah, 200, 300, different things like that. So it's like, uh, do I want to give you $300 every week for something at that point I'm not making any money on? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. 
So mm -hmm. I was like, well, why do that when I could just go on YouTube and try to edit it to the best of my ability? But even, even now, I think I've just gotten so used to it and I want to see it done in a certain way. And also turnaround time. Mm -hmm. I don't like being on other people's time. And, and, and that's my thing, you know, uh, a lot of our shoots and a lot of our podcasts, time-wise, it's all over the place because, you know, when you're juggling four different people's schedule, you can't, there is no set schedule. Hey, bro, we're shooting every Saturday at three. No, it doesn't that, work like that. That's never worked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we may shoot Thursday or we may shoot Friday or Sunday or Monday someday. So I got to edit it and get it out by Tuesday. So it's like, you know, that would be gambling. If, if we shoot on Monday and I say, yeah, here, here's all the footage, bro, I need it by tomorrow. Like, you, you, you don't know what's, what they schedule is like. You don't know whatever. So, like, now I'm up biting my nails, waiting, praying that you can get it done on time. I don't like that feeling. I want to I, I wanna be in control of it. But, but so why, why do you need it out right away? If I recorded this with you today, mm-hmm why do you need it out by tomorrow? Is that just personal? Like you just want it to be out because it's done? Or is it just like, like why, why is that? Why do you need it to be done quick? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a consistency thing. Like the, mm -hmm. the podcast drops every Tuesday. So videos drop every Tuesday. And uh, like my, the, I think what the key to the success is with it is just being able to drop it consistently every Tuesday. Like when people get invested and until you, they look forward to, like it's like you become you become a staple in a in a week, and when you don't deliver, your like, numbers drop. Where's the drop. Fuck's my podcast, bro? Yeah, right. They don't they don't care about personal lives. They don't care about oh man, I oh man, I wasn't feeling good last night. I couldn't. Right. They don't care about none of that. Where is the pod? Where are the videos? Yeah. So it's like you gotta deliver it to them. And and so and why not that, why not record like two or three and then have like a buffer so that the next two or three weeks of content are taken care of. And yo, I, I hope you don't mind. This is just my brain, like always mm -hmm. optimizing it and, and just trying to make this shit more right. efficient. Cause to me and yo, feel free to jump in and just be like, yo, you're out of pocket or you're, you're out of your lane. Feel free to, free to say that on here on this podcast. But like, right. to me, it's like, yo, if you can find someone who does get exactly how you want to edit the thing, like and and you're there you're you're above the shoulder making sure everything's on point it'd be an intern or something you know right. someone you're paying very little that's just hyped to even be able to be working with the, you for right. their resume or right. something like that low rate you know nothing like 200 a video or something like that now right. you just opened up six hours of your week that you mm -hmm. could now shoot double the content or you can go get brand deals or you can go mm -hmm. you know make more money that you can now pay to get more content and more editing. Right. And it all just, it exponentially grows. Now I know it's not that simple, but right. Like right. why, <laughs> why is that not like the, the, you know, where you're going with this? It's, um, it's, a uh, well in the past we, we were doing it like that. We were shooting like when we were late to shoot, we would shoot three episodes and then we would filter them out. But when you have a podcast, you got to cover current events. So if something current. happens on the timeline, People are like, oh man, I can't wait to Tuesday to see what they're gonna say about the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay. you can't stockpile like that. And you, you put enough. something out this week 
and it, it's not talking about what happened. They're going to be looking like, why, why the hell y'all didn't cover? <laughs> That's true. And the internet moves so quick that they'll move right. on the next day. And that cycle is so close. All right, I get that. that. That makes a lot of sense. So you can't be batching out like five, six episodes, mm-hmm. but maybe two, maybe one, or like maybe mm-hmm. you, you have like a certain, like maybe you do a podcast live. You right. know what I'm saying? Or maybe you do one like like those kinds of things. I don't know why I've gotten into all this, bro. I'm bringing nah, it's, track. It's just all good, man. It's productive. Yeah, man. It's just how I mm-hmm. think, man. Because like yeah. a dude like you, I almost feel like you got to become ruthless with your time. That's okay. kind of where I've had to get to. And I'm nowhere near as big as you. But like mm-hmm. I've had to become so like like ruthless with what mm-hmm. I'm doing with my time because right. it's so valuable. And I can Hell, yeah. use that to go get the bag to, to go get more money you know what right. i'm saying so i mean i completely agree with you on the working from home being able to navigate that mm-hmm. and that that just makes sense um yeah but you know in terms of like like losing your sleep to edit these podcasts bro <laughs> that's not a sustainable strategy my guy right which which <laughs> which like i said eventually I, I definitely plan on dishing that out eventually once we once we get to once we get to a level that that we can record on a more stable schedule, 100%. then I then I then I you know then I I feel confident because when I'm bringing somebody on, I can say, okay, yeah, we record Thursdays. I need 100%. the video by Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'll be able to get them direction. Yeah. And, you know. And so. I don't want to sit here like I got it all figured out, bro. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, no, it's all good. To, the, to this day, I'm trying to figure out so much shit to try yeah. to figure out how I can make this a little bit more smooth, a better release yeah. date, not have so much lead time, you know, with my editor and this and that. But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, to me, that's always been something where it's like, okay, how can I focus on the thing that I, I can't outsource? Right. I can't outsource this right here. There's no other like deep pack I can get to go fill in for me. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, um, kind of the next thing I wanted to switch gears a bit, make it a little more light and just talk about like, what's it like, like living in Texas, bro. I've always wanted to come down there and visit. I was supposed to come down there for a podcast uh, conference mm-hmm. actually because COVID and everything got canceled. Talk right. to me about that, man. Uh, getting raised, uh, being raised and then growing up and living in Texas. Uh, man, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. I, I say it all the time. I say I'll visit anywhere, but I only want to live in Texas. Mm. Um, for one, the property value is not what it is. And uh, you get way more, you know, square footage for your for your dollar down here compared to in, in other places. I, I remember we went to visit L.A. Uh, to take a, a meeting in Burbank. And they were saying about, you know, I, uh, we got picked up by Uber driver. Like I asked him, I said, hey, bro, how much is it like? 600 square foot apartment going for out here. He said, uh, he said 600 square foot, pin on the area. Like you probably looking at about 24, 2400. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but he was dead serious. We talking about a closet for 2400. So whereas my, my mortgage, I have a, I have a five bedroom house, a four bedroom house. And that's about what my mortgage is for the house, three, 3,000 square feet. So why would I leave that to go do, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Aside from property value, uh, the food is amazing. Uh, well, of course, um, everybody is just chill. It's, it's no like Hollywood type of situation or New York to where people rude and rushing and moving past. Like everybody, everybody in Texas takes their time and, you know, just yeah. chill and just, just lay back for the most part. So it's, so it's real comfortable. 
I've always thought of myself going down there and fall, falling in love with it, just from what I've heard, yeah. family who's, who lives in the States, who goes down there all the time. And it just seems like, it just seems like everything I'd want in a place. And I've always been fascinated with like the culture of shooting guns. I just always right. wanted, bro, I just like, it just, it's so hype. I went down to Boston and I went to a gun range and I was just mm. like, this is normal here. Like you could just do this. Like, yep. Every day, bro. Like it, you can, I, I can go to Walmart right now and buy, buy a shotgun right now. That's so hype to me, man. And, and you know, people have their opinions about that and, and whatever. One thing I wanted to ask you about, man, I remember you, you put this tweet out and I read the, I read the kind of the thread about it and it hit me hard, bro. It was, it was a crazy story, man. And if you're willing to share it, um, you know, the reason why you don't smoke weed. It's something that I do think that, you know, it's, it's, it's an intense story, but man, yeah. I, I think people need to hear it. Yeah. Um, the reason I don't, I don't smoke it and it's crazy because in the, the environment we grew up in, right. Everybody does. It's like a you know, natural thing, but it's a gateway drug and everybody has a different uh, level of um, what's the word, like uh, addiction, how, how easily they can get addicted to that. Eye. And you progressively start doing more things, you know, just like I said on there, I had a homeboy that grew up right around the corner from me, smoke weed all, all the time uh, when, we, when we were younger. And mind you, he's like five years older than me. So when I was younger, um, around 12, 11, 13, you know, we all used to kick it. You know, my, my house was the spot in the neighborhood. Everybody would come play basketball, come play Madden, or come play, you know, just everybody just kind of just congregated at my house all the time. And, and he was one of those guys. So, I mean, I knew him real close. And um, one day, you know, he had, uh, just like I said, he started progressing from the weed. It, it went from that to him lacing his blunts. And one night he laced his blunt and got high, ended up shooting his dad uh, after they had gotten into like a little argument or something. And uh, he shot his dad, killed his dad. Of course, the police came and got him. That's, that's how you know how high he was. Like he didn't even leave the scene. He didn't try to run and try to escape or whatever. Damn. So the, the police came and picked him up, uh, went to went to jail, woke up the next morning and was like, hey, uh, can, can I, you know, can I get a phone call? I got to call, call my dad to, to get me out of here. He didn't remember what happened at all. So like when they told him, you know, they had to tell him, hey, you, you shot your dad to death. Really? And you know he he broke down in the in, in the jailhouse, but it's, it's it's that type of thing. So I seen that when I was younger, half around the time I was like 15. So at that point, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm cool because I don't I don't know what my tolerance level is. I don't know what my you know how easily that I could because I I gen, generally have an addictive personality, mm -hmm. right? So if Me I too, do something man. and I like it, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's only a matter of time before it escalates into something else, and I don't want to end up in a situation like that so I do something so crazy and I can't remember it and I didn't do my whole life away over. you know it's just, it's just not not worth that to me it's a sad story man and I, I hate to bring it up that way but I do think it's important to talk about because it's like mm -hmm. everyone kind of normalizes it to a point and and you know especially up here in Canada where it's fucking mm -hmm. it's legal right <laughs> as I heard <laughs> you know what I'm saying so here it's like you know and and I got no issue with with people whatever they want to do with their bodies. Mm -hmm. That's, that's none of my uh, business right. at the end of right. the day. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm one of those people as well, uh, who has an addictive personality. And like, mm -hmm. when I, I'm, I'm zero or a hundred, bro. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm like, smoking, drinking, partying, I'm having fun, bro. Right. I'm like, right. 
and that's just like who I want to be in those moments. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's that like when you wake up the next day and you're just filled with regret and like remorse, almost like, what have I done, bro? Like I'm such a mess. Right. And that happening like on a pattern and like on mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it's very important to kind of like deconstruct that a little bit. And right. so that's why I do things like, like earlier this year, I went on like a sober cleanse, even like no drinking, nothing for oh, three dope. months. And three months. That's dope. Yeah, bro. And I was inspired by one of those Joe Rogan sober Octobers. And I did mm-hmm. one month earlier this year and it was like, okay, like I did one. Why, why can't I do two? Okay. Why can't I do three? And so I did the three months and bro, I learned so much about myself during that time because from the moment, like I touched a bottle when I was like 14, 15, whatever, Mm -hmm. it never really stopped. It was just like every weekend kind of thing. Like, you know, two, three times a week, like whatever, when you're just with the homies, you're with the homies, Mm -hmm. pour up some Henny, you know, pour up some Ciroc, whatever, what have you. It's like, there's, it's like, and I'm a big guy, bro. So I could, mm-hmm. I could drink, drink. Take them back, right. <laughs> and I need to, to get like, you, you know, lit. So, mm-hmm. you know, just doing that, like I learned that, yo, maybe like, I, I'm not, I never had a problem with alcohol. I was never like an alcoholic or anything, mm-hmm. um, um, thankfully. But bro, I went hard on the weekends. I mm-hmm. would, you know, and it just taught me so much about, yo, my relationship with substances. And like, right. why, do, why do I need this? like to feel like I need to be like to to feel like I'm fun or like I could right. talk to that girl or like I could do this or have like the liquid confidence to say whatever, or do whatever. And so, yeah. you know, after that first month you feel clarity and, and right now I'm doing something right now. I don't know if you've ever heard of it called 75 hard where you mm. basically do, bro, it's crazy, man. If you could do this, I feel like you could do anything. That's why I did it. Mm. Uh, but it's this like entrepreneur guy, Anthony Frisella. He has this challenge and he, and, Basically, a lot of high-level CEOs and entrepreneurs and just killers have done this. Right. Basically, you got to go 75 days, no drinking, no cheat meals of any kind. You got to take a progress photo every single day, like like of your full body. Uh, you got to do mm. two workouts. So two workouts of 45 minutes in length, and one of them has to be outdoors. Mm. So you can tell that's fucking tough for me out here in Canada, bro. Right. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> And uh, the last thing, you got to read 10 pages of a book, bro. So mm. I started doing that when there were 75 days left of this year. I'm now on day 27 as we record this. Mm-hmm. And bro, my mental clarity, I just feel like I can literally do anything. I'm just calm. Sure. I'm just like, I'm just ready to crush whatever challenge comes in my way. Business, podcast, this, that, relationships, everything. And so that's why like I kind of brought that story up. Not just to list, you know, give myself a pat on the back. Right, but right, right. More just to show people that yo, our relationships with substances, it we don't have to make it that like, yo, but bro, I gotta smoke weed to sleep. Or right. yo, bro, I gotta have a drink to go talk to that girl. Like mm-hmm. it's like try not doing it for a bit, you know? Yeah. That because that right there is is what it turns into. Like you know, even me, I don't, I've, I've never done drugs before, but I drink. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it definitely helps me be more sociable because mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm sober, you let loose. I'm right. You know, I'm, when I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm real calculated. I'm, I'm analyzing everything. I'm analyzing the room, analyzing how somebody's speaking, like everything. I'm just like lasered and mm-hmm. that causes me not to be 
sociable, you know, but when you drink, you can kick back and laugh and joke and, you know, talk to anybody or whatever. But yeah, so it's, I could definitely see how somebody could fall into it being a crush. I, I, I definitely get it. Thousand percent, man. And I missed uh, two things with that 75 hard challenge that actually make it really tough is you got to drink a gallon of water. So that's two of these guys. So that shit's basically <laughs> fucking impossible, bro. And <laughs> if you fuck up any of those things, you got to restart from day one. Oh, <laughs> so that's what keeps it going. It's like, yo, bro, whatever it is, I'm not restarting from day one, bro. Torn a kid. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm doing upper body. Right. <laughs> Couldn't imagine being on day 60 and have to go. Oh, nah, man. People nah. fuck up with the littlest thing. Like, if they don't take a photo or something, it's like, restart, man. Like, what? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I mean, I could, I, I could definitely see, like, how to be beneficial. It definitely teach you discipline. I, I think you could do it, man. I, I think you could do it. It would fucking blow your mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. try, look into it one day, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kind of the last topic, bro, before we wind down. I know I've had you here for, for a little while now, but it's, it's been fun, bro. Again. Oh, definitely. It's all good, man. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Um, but, you know, you're, you're a Cowboys fan. As definitely. We know, right? Definitely. Cowboys fan through and through. And I, I like that about you, man. You, you've never wavered. But what makes you a, a Cowboys fan and you live in Houston? Excuse my ignorance here. Yeah, no, nah, it's all good. I was I was actually born in Dallas, though. Mm, that's the okay. that's the irony of it. Matter of fact, Irving, okay. which is where the, the original Texas Stadium was, you know. Yeah. So, my whole family, it was Cowboys, everything on both sides. So it's like I just kind of got born into it. First game I went to, Cowboys game. You know, the Cowboys is, you know, of course they American team, so they we on all of the uh, national televised big games Monday, Sunday night. You know, all of the like premier games that come on TV, everybody in the house is watching. So we used to have, you know, big family gatherings. Everybody got like that Cowboys t-shirts on and jerseys on and, and we just be watching the game. So you, you become invested from that standpoint. Like I, I was, I was born into it. It wasn't really a, a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing, man. Me, yeah. me, I'm a, I'm a massive Patriots fan. I'm a big mm. Pats fan. And gotcha. I know you, you got respect for them, but Definitely. you're not a Pats Definitely. fan. But, no, 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 no. Um, you know, with the Cowboys being like, we got similar records for like the first time in a while, man. Cowboys are what, two and seven? Something like that, man. We need to just keep keep losing, man. Keep yeah, losing. well, I mean, you, tank you, and rebuild, man. You, you don't got <laughs> Dak, right, man? That was right. that was devastating, that injury, man. That hurt for me to watch, bro. I was, it, 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 had, it was on such a weird play, bro. It's like he, he runs all the time, drops his shoulder, runs over uh, safeties and linebackers. So for a guy to be kind of getting drugged as Dak's running and dragging him down, and he heard it like that, it's just like, what? <laughs> on that play? Bro, if, if anyone knows these fucking football sports injuries, it's me, man. Right. I had surgery on my shoulder. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I played football for like 10 yeah. years. So, yeah. you know, linebacker, tight end, everything. I know what, what that sport can do to you. And yes, in sir. a weird way, man, it's a blessing that I didn't go to the next level. You know, yeah. I used to, that was my only goal. Like, I wanted to just go to the next level. And, mm-hmm. and you see stuff like that and you see that, you know, that could be something that you don't come back from. He will. Right. But it, mm-hmm. it could very well be something that fucks up your bag. It fucks up your mental appearance. Yes. Yo, Bingo. you're probably never going to be able to, like, be 100% shake that off. You know what Bingo. I'm saying? Because I, I, I definitely had 
countless concussions so playing ball man two dislocated shoulders broken ankle like back issues that i'm still dealing with to this day so it's like yeah you you're right about that some of that stuff doesn't doesn't go away and the older you get the more you feel it but more importantly the the, the head trauma we don't we don't really realize the effect that that takes especially when you when you coming up young and you and you playing everybody want to get that big hit so the crowd can go ooh. And in and, and, and a moment, you're feeling it. You're adrenaline good. You're rushing. You know, I didn't, I didn't hit people and got up and saw purple dots with my eyes being open. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, but at the time, it's like a bravado thing, which, which is cool for when you're young. But when you get older, man. <laughs> I used to watch those, like, football, like, pump up, like, biggest hits videos before mm-hmm. a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've had concussions as well. And, like, bro, like, mm-hmm. you – you look at it, man, and, you know, what's the future of football? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love the sport. That's my sport. I loved, you know, I could list a million positive things that mm-hmm. I got from that sport, whether it be the camaraderie, the discipline, learning about hard work, you know, building up to an outcome, teamwork, all that shit. Right. But if it's fucking up your body and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, anything can be a catastrophic accident. Mm-hmm. Like they say it's like an accident. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you give these guys, you give these guys pads so that they can run full tilt, like with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. It's not like rugby where you got to kind of slow down, put your head right. on one side, wrap up and get the proper form tackle. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, this is like a safety running to come and blow your head off. That's it. Whether they change the rules or not, like, you can't change what football is by its very nature. Right. So what's the future of this shit, man? I mean, man, it's a it's a scary thought, actually. You know, a lot of people look at the hits on Sundays and on game days and think, oh, yeah, that's that's crazy. But they're not realizing that we didn't been doing that four days out of the week, four or five days out of the week. So you just seeing the big hits it's on Sunday. Football. <laughs> right. You don't know about the, you know, bull in a circle and Oklahoma drills. Oklahoma and things like that that you do. So. Yeah, like those, those, <laughs> those hits <laughs> is different than in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, but even now, I like you up. hear about them trying to banning that shit. They're like, oh, yeah. yo, yeah. yeah, like we're going to have contact list practice right. and all that. So, all these like bullshit ass measures. Right. <laughs> but it's like, all right, so do you just want me to go into a game? And not be prepared, not prepare have my it. body like hardened and ready and be able right. to get the reps in that are going to prepare me for that game. Yep. It's all bad, bro. It's all, like, which is why, yeah, which is why we're seeing a spike in, in, in injuries. Because back, back in the day, we used to go hard, you know, it was past three days a week. And then you get that, that one day with, you know, shells. And then you go into the game, you're ready. But you've been, you've been practicing hitting all week. So it's like you know how to fall, you know how to hit, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you're repeatedly doing it. Yep. Just like you said, to go from, contactless practices to full tilt car crashes every play on Sunday. That's why you're seeing a spike in, 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 I mean, uh, in injuries, man. People are not, not prepared, ligaments and different yeah. things like that. I, I mean, I don't think football is going to be around as we know it in 20 years, bro. I, yeah, it, I, it, it won't be. I mean, I know yeah. there's so much money in it. That's what I was about to get into. <laughs> it's such a big business. We're talking about yeah. a billion dollar industry or more. Yes, sir. And it's like, but even then, man, it's going to get to a point where, like, you're going to have, like, it won't be in high schools and shit. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's probably even sooner, probably 10 years. Yeah. I'm thinking 10, 15 years. And if there is, you're going to have to sign some waiver 
of Facts. vulnerability for the rest of your life. Like something that was made of sign that fucking little dinky form. You'd, you'd mm-hmm. find it yourself, give it to the coach or whatever. <laughs> but yo, that shit is not going to fucking be around, yeah. bro. When they have like, they yeah. already have the cut and dry stats that say you can't like, this is destroying your brain. Big hits. It's the little ones. The mm-hmm. old linemen, this, this, this being jacked up. Just a little mm-hmm. thing that's moving your brain, man. Yep. Falls, falling on your back, back of your helmet, slapping the ground, like all, all of that stuff. Like the the little stuff. You're right about that, and it it, it, it adds up complete. I think it's gonna turn into flag eventually. It's gonna be flag. <laughs> that's why, flag. like, if I was like a long term investor in the sport, I'd be trying mm-hmm. to like build up my flag leagues. Like, Facts. you see, like Ocho Cinco <laughs> and Terrell Owens and all these guys playing in like the American flag football league right. and this shit. I play flag. It's fun. It mm-hmm. gives me hope. I'm like, yo, I can still make it, bro. Yeah, I can come back. <laughs> I, still got, I still got a career, baby. <laughs> that's real. No, but yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm glad we're able to talk about that. But to me, it's kind of depressing because that's the sport I know and love. And that's what I grew up. I grew up watching Tom Brady come back and with two minutes left in the game so many times that I can't even count. I grew up watching like amazing football games and playing them. And, you know, up here we got something called the CFL. It's it's pretty whack. But, you know, even that, you know, here in Ottawa, we got a team. I know a lot Mm. of the guys and like, you know, that being taken away, like with COVID, there's no CFL season this year. Man. A lot of these guys were already not even making like, bro, like that, like, like a government worker was making more money than the CFL pro athletes, right? And so now these guys not making any money. And like, these are like D2, D1 athletes from the States right. up mm-hmm. here in, in Canada trying to make that league. Right. And so that league might go bankrupt. They already don't have any money. So it's like, bro, what are these people going to do? You better start your podcast. You better get your brand pop. Yes. And you, gotta, you better you get your money right other ways, right? And that's the thing. That's why you got to uh, appreciate a guy like uh, Tyreek Hill and, you know, all these people that got their own YouTube channels jumping and rocking already. Uh, Ocho Cinco was able to make that transition. Uh, Brandon Marshall, you know, I like they, they podcast that, that they got over there with, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Channing. Uh, I love that one. Yeah. So it's like people, you know, they, they smart. Played it the right way, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So because you can create a brand start. way bigger than what you're making Hell yeah. on the field, and there's no injuries, bro. I don't have a big risk of getting injured right now here talking to you. Dingo. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, man. That's it. That's crazy, bro. <clears throat> um, yeah, bro. This podcast has been amazing, man. I'm sure I'm gonna have you back on one day in the future, bro. This For is sure. incredible. Uh the way I like to usually wrap it up uh, is just asking you three lightning round questions. Mm. And uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be up in a few weeks. All right. Sounds, sounds good. All right, bro. Um, if you could live in any city outside of Houston, or let's say outside of Texas, where would it be? <laughs> um, LA. LA. LA? Okay. Hell yeah, man. I, like aside from the prices, but the, just the feel of it. Like when you're out there, like it, Especially when you're creative, when you're out there, you feel like your life could change mm-hmm. today. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like a calming thing that like fuels your creativity. So yeah, LA. I've always wanted to go down there, man, and like see what it's like. And you know, I've never, I, you know, this is something 
you know, we could have probably talked about this as well, but for me, identity wise, like right. I never really thought of myself as like a creator, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's really been a hard thing for me to kind of accept and when people tell me that kind of thing. Cause I always just thought of myself as like an athlete or like a this right. or that, right. but like, <laughs> these are all just names. These are all just labels. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of a big thing of like what my podcast is about. It's like, it's not that deep, bro. It's yes, just sir. fucking names, bro. But mm-hmm. all, all that to say, man, it's like, yeah, I'm a creator and like, that's what we're doing right now. We're creating, we can always go back and look at this episode that we did. And LA is the breeding ground of that. That's where everyone takes that shit to a whole nother level. But on the flip side, they got the whole, they got Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? That's the flip side of it. That's like the fakeness. Mm -hmm. That's like, you you see, you meet someone and you know, Oh, that person's LA. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's true. Um, Question number two. So I know you guys, we didn't talk about it a lot on this podcast, but you guys talk a lot about dating and relationships. Mm -hmm. And so what's the number one tip you'd have for like a young man uh, trying to navigate this tender bumble, whatever world these days? Patience, Um, patience and just accepting the fact that like get yourself together first. I think a lot of people depend on relationships to get them in the right state of mind or to like make them happy. And different things like that, but it's it's counterproductive that way. You need to take some time to yourself in non-committed situations. Date around, you know. Not saying just go out and hit everything moving, but just <laughs> date around. Yeah, you know, and and figure out who you are. Figure out what you want. A lot of people go into relationships; they don't even know what the hell they want. So, how can the person that you're in a relationship with provide that for you if you don't know? 100%, so take man. yeah, patience. Take the time and learn yourself, man. Put your own mask on before you put the, <laughs> your kids on, right? Like take care Bingo. of yourself, get your own shit, right? Uh, get yeah, your yeah. act together, get your own place, get your own, figure out what you want to do with your life mm-hmm. and then seek that out. I like that, Bingo. man. Bingo. Uh, number three, man. How does uh, Trill AC want to be remembered? Man, um, you know, it's crazy. I think I think a lot about this. Um, I, I just want to be remembered as somebody that that wasn't afraid to say what he wanted to say and that stood on it. You know, um, I'm I'm not a like shock value type of person. Everything I say is for a reason. Everything is calculated. Mm-hmm. Everything is researched. Everything is well, you know what I'm saying? Which is why when people challenge me on 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 what I say, I'm, you know, I'm able to articulate myself well and I and I and I end up making them react emotionally. You know, everything I, I do is logic based, like real cut, black and dry, you know, black and white. That's you know why I was fucked with you, bro. And right. I said it at the beginning, man. It's always been like, you know, you're not coming with any high emotions or passions or like you're married to any idea or anything. It's right. just like, this is just what it is. And here's it's why you can believe that or not. It does not affect me. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's an important skill to have, man, because there's a lot of negativity <clears> and a lot of comments <throat> and a lot of people online who always want to shout and feel some kind of way behind an egg, behind a Twitter that's egg, it. you know? That's the thing. Everybody wants, you know, the the attention and the success and the fame, but you got to be built for the right stuff to take the criticism that come with it, or else it'll 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 eat you alive mentally, you know. So, uh, but yeah, no, nah, that's definitely what I want to be remembered by somebody that wasn't that wasn't afraid to take risks, somebody that that stood on their word, stood on what they said, regardless of what the effect of it was. Boom, love it, brother. Uh, what's next for you, man? What's what's the next big project in the works? Like, what's something you're excited about? What what can people uh, be excited to see? 
Man, uh, we got a lot of stuff coming, man. The clothes are coming. Uh, we're working on some crew neck sweaters now. Uh, meet and got a some crew neck. Soon. I like crew that. Next, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you better label it like that on your Shopify site or whatever you got there. It's like crew neck. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, you already is. know. But uh, but yeah. So the clothes are coming out. Um, uh, another round of Battle of the Sexes is coming next month. We 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 setting that up right now. Um, but yeah, podcast every week, every Tuesday, crew season check in, man. Um, yeah, it's just it's, again, it's so much stuff. It's hard to like. <laughs> Like you know, but it's it's a lot of content coming. Clothes are coming. Uh, you're gonna, you know, I say all that to say, get get used to this face. <laughs> That's it. Love it, brother. Um, <clears throat> really appreciate you having having you on this podcast, man. And and this for those listening, just remember it's not that deep. Where can people find you, bro? Shout out all your social media handles, website, everything. Uh, the Trail AC everywhere on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, a lot of the crew season page on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, crew season on YouTube, crewseasonpodcast.com is our website. That's where everybody can get the clothes and uh, you know the the latest videos. If you may have missed it on YouTube, it's they'll, they'll be on the website as well. So uh, yeah, just 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 you know tune in. Appreciate having you on, brother. And just remember, it's not that deep. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, bro. <laughs>